This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Hello and welcome to today's BT Techno podcast. My name is Tim Howard, technical consultant in BT's technical services team. Pleasure to be with you today. And in the studio, I'm joined by Michael Tran, one of our technical services team members, who I'm sure a lot of you know already. Mike's joining me today to discuss several of the recent changes to the contribution caps and thresholds for the 2021-22 financial year. Mike, happy new financial year and welcome. Hi, Tim. Happy new financial year and thanks for having me along today. Mike, can we start with the indexation of the contribution caps? What can you tell us? Yes, certainly. As I'm sure many advisors will be aware, the contribution caps have indexed for the 21-22 financial year. And this marks the first time we've had indexation applied since the start of the 2017 super reforms. The general concessional cap has increased to $27,500. And under the rules, the general non-concessional cap is, usually, is always four times this figure. So it is also increased to $110,000. So looking at concessional contributions first, you mentioned the general concessional cap being set at 27500 Now, I know you and I both take a lot of calls from advisors around the ability to carry forward uh, concessional contributions. How does this general increase interact with this opportunity? Yeah, sure. As a short recap, you may be aware that individuals can carry forward unused amounts under their concessional caps to be used in future years. Without this rule, annual contribution caps are a lose it if you don't use it proposition. This strategy is aimed at helping people who have time off work and either don't have the income or cash flow to contribute to super as they have other priorities, such as taking time off to raise a family or perhaps to provide care to a loved one. It has been possible to accrue unused concessional cap amounts since the 2018-19 financial year to be used in future financial years. It is a point to remember that the cap in these prior years were the lower $25,000, and this is what we use to determine the unused amounts. Be eligible to apply these unused amounts to increase the individual's personal concessional cap, then we'll need to have a total super balance of under $500,000 as at the previous 30 June. This total super balance threshold does not index and remains the same. For example, if an individual has unused amounts for the 2018-19, 2019-20, or the 2020-21 financial years, they can use this to increase their concessional cap for the current financial year, the 2021-22 financial year, if their total super balance as at 30 June 2021 is under half a million dollars. That can be quite a meaningful benefit for people and certainly something that could be used by clients who may have seen a reduction in their income or turnover when the worst of the economic effects of the pandemic set in. Certainly seems to be a trend given the number of queries we've had about this strategy compared to last year. Yeah, absolutely. I've noticed this as well with the increased inquiries. Uh, it seems that clients are feeling more confident and comfortable with making additional contributions in super. In addition to this, the strategy can be used to reduce tax when, say, a large financial windfall is derived, such as with the sale of an asset realising a large capital gain, or in future, through a promotion at work, or the receipt of a bonus even. It's a great point, and it highlights several ways you could apply this measure. 
What about non-concessional contributions? You mentioned the general caps now, 110,000 a year, but what about, uh, or should I say that, what, how, this, how would this interact uh, with the bring forward provisions? Yeah, uh, the non-concessional caps are a bit more complicated. If we start with the bring forward amounts, these are also indexed. Rather than work with caps of $100,000, if someone can't trigger a bring forward provision, uh, $200,000 for a two-year bring forward, and $300,000 for a three-year bring forward, we are now dealing with $110,000 for no bring forward, and $220,000 and $330,000 respectively. There are also total super balance thresholds, and unlike the case for the carry forward concessional contributions, these amounts have indexed. In the last few years, we know that if you had a total super balance of over $1.6 million, as at the previous 30 June, your non-concessional cap was nil. This uh, threshold has increased to $1.7 million. In previous years, a cap of $100,000 applied if your total super balance, as at the previous 30 June, was between $1.5 million and $1.6 million. Moving forward, the indexed $110,000 is possible if the total super balance was between $1.59 million and $1.7 million. To get this $1.5 million, sorry, $1.59 million figure, we're simply subtracting the $110,000 from the general $1.7 million cap. In previous years, the $200,000 two-year bring forward applied if the total super balance was between $1.4 million and $1.5 million. Moving forward, a cap of $220,000 applies if the total super balance is between $1.48 million and $1.59 million. Again, we get the $1.48 million simply by subtracting another $110,000 from that $1.59 million. Finally, in recent years, a three-year bring forward of $300,000 was possible if the total super balance was below $1.4 million. From this financial year, we have a cap of $330,000 if the total super balance was below $1.48 million. You mentioned the complexity, and after listening to all those figures, you're not wrong, uh, but a point of confusion for advisors continues to be that these aren't the only eligibility rules, are they? You're quite right. Uh, this is just one part of several rules. The amount we contribute under the total super balance rules will also depend on whether the client is even able to trigger a bring forward. Brings us to the recent change that was legislated and is now law, the increase to the bring forward age. Yes, this is a very recent development. Although it was announced all the way back in the 2019-20 budget, it was only legislated in late June, the June that has just passed. To be able to trigger a bring forward in a financial year, the client must now be under aged 66 or younger for at least part of that year. A simple way to think about this is to look at their age on 1 July. If it's under 67, they may be eligible. So they may be eligible. I notice you carefully use the word maybe there. That's because there's another consideration, isn't there? That's spot on. We need to consider whether the client is already within a previously triggered bring forward provision. If they are, this is the cap that takes priority. 
I should also mention here that if a client has recently triggered a bring forward provision and fully utilized this cap, the current year's cap will be nil. If they have not fully utilized this, for example, uh, say someone triggered a three-year bring forward when they contributed $170,000 in the 2021 financial year, their remaining cap is based off the amount at the time being $300,000, less the amount that they contributed. In the example, the remainder is $130,000. You'll notice that I have not used the index cap of $330,000 and instead I've used the three-year bring forward cap for last year, the $300,000. This is because the index numbers are only available to those who have not already triggered a bring forward provision. Where they have, the older cap takes precedence. Let's not forget the work test or work test exemption that obviously does apply from age 67 too. Uh, it does sound like we can get very, or it can get very complicated. Where can advisors go to get more assistance around such contribution strategies as this? Yeah, sure. I've uh, recently completed a webinar on this topic named I've got a concession to make, contribution cap indexation. And this is available on BT Academy On Demand. In this, I take a deeper dive into the rules and explore some examples to illustrate how to determine these caps. And of course, advisors are more than welcome to contact our team if they have any queries. Thanks very much, Mike. Great to have you along today. As Mike did mention, remember if you have any technical advice strategy questions, you can call our BT Technical Services team on 1800 655901 or send the team an email at technical at Com. And join us for our next fortnightly BT Academy technical webinar where we dive in more depth into the various technical and regulatory matters. Our next session will be on Wednesday the 14th of July 2021 where Neil Sparks will be back with an SMSF special discussing the recent changes to increase SMSF membership from a maximum of four members to a maximum of six members. To register and to watch previous episodes head to bt.com au forward slash professional and follow the links to BT Academy webinar series. And remember all sessions do qualify for CPD points. Great to have you with us today and until next time, bye for now. BT Tech knows and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory and industry news. This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations or needs.